Lately in the Buckley household, we've been talking about the difference and thinking about this too, just the mm-hmm. difference between the seasons and when harvest comes and what that really looks like, like what is harvest, but then also thinking about how we have been taught in that we say, you know, seed time, harvest, seed time and harvest, like seed time as one word and harvest. But and not and missing that part about that time right in the middle yeah so usually well yeah usually it's just the seed time harvest is how we say it but right. really it's about seed time uh-huh. harvest and that we like to call the harvest cycle just to bring it all the way together right the harvest cycle of seed time harvest and now each one of these seasons like the seeding season then we have time and the harvesting season you know there are very unique and specific things that we ought to be doing we understand that this is a biblical principle and in this biblical principle in the natural sense it can also and should also apply to what we do and how we do business and understanding that there is a seed that has to be sown and then there is time and there is harvest and this when we talk through this what we're going to be doing in this episode of the Mary Penu Life podcast is we're going to be breaking down what the harvest cycle actually is and why it matters to your legacy. We're going to be uh, sharing how this builds momentum in your business actually pretty quickly. I mean, relatively speaking. Absolutely. And we're also going to talk about how to ID where you are within the harvest cycle. Yes. And in addition, we're going to be showing you how to use your Maripreneur checklist for your quarter to review to align you and propel your legacy forward. So this episode is... Full, full, full. So y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yes, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, but above all of that... They want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to build out a solid structure for their legacy and to do that profitably and peaceably. So whether if you are a spousepreneur or an indiepreneur or a couplepreneur, you are absolutely in the right place. You may not even know what those are, but that's all right. We're going to break it down real quick. Spousepreneurs are those couples where one spouse is working the nine to five primarily and the other spouse is focusing on building the business. And the entrepreneurs are those spouses where both of you are building individual businesses with even within that marriage, okay? And then you have the couplepreneurs. The couplepreneurs is where both spouses are working together to build a business together as as, as a marriedpreneur. So whether you're the entrepreneur, spousepreneur, couplepreneur, or if you're like a combination of those, that's absolutely possible as we are. Um, you're definitely in the right place. This is really focusing on legacy for legacy builders. And you can let us know in the comments which one you are. If you're a spousepreneur, you can put S, drop an S down there. If you're an indiepreneur, you can put I in the comments. If you are a couplepreneur, drop that C. And Or if you're a couple of those. <laughs> if you're two out of the three, which you probably are. 
maybe I don't know like everybody's on their own journey right um we have been all three of the three not at the same time but right now we are indiepreneurs and we are couplepreneurs at the same time so we run individual businesses and we have a business together as well which is helping married entrepreneurs to launch grow and scale their businesses as legacy builders now today we're talking about that something that is often overlooked by many people and and it's an easy way to get discouraged, which is why we're coming to you right now on a Sunday night. We're like, let's bring this to them to encourage you all as you get ready for the week, because this is a very strategic time in the week as you position and prepare to win. And that comes by being intentional. So we're not going to talk a lot of business strategy right now. We'll save that for during the week. But right now, we really want to get to the mindset and the spiritual aspect of building business and we're gonna start with a very biblical principle that is so real and um, applicable or applicable however you want to say that uh, to us today and so we're talking about the harvest cycle for a few moments and talking about how this really works in our business building and legacy building yeah so we're all familiar with um, I believe it's Ecclesiastes chapter 3 it talks about the, that there's um, see time or to everything there's a season right mm-hmm. um, but then you know in, an, in another text of scripture it'll say that there's seed time and harvest for as long as the earth remains Genesis mm-hmm. yeah that there will be seed time and harvest and so while that particular text is speaking specifically about the material earth that's why it says as long as the earth remains however mm-hmm. there is a uh, figurative truth to that that we can definitely look at and apply to how we're building and how we're living our lives mm-hmm. on a day-to-day. Yes. So when we talk about the harvest cycle, I want to give you a real quick illustration. Maybe you can relate. I remember um, in grade school, I guess it was like the science part of grade school, we were to plant a bean, a bean as a seed, and watch it sprout over time. We were talking about that because our school, we planted them inside of those Remember those little cups that held the applesauce? We didn't do applesauce. We would put the dirt in there and then put the bean in there. Okay. We didn't do applesauce containers with ours, but we did. I think ours was like little styrofoam cups. It had a little more depth Mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. So we would have the little seed, right? Well, we did you take yours home? Um, We we took ours. No, we left ours in the window seal at the school. Okay. We may have done that once or twice too. But I do remember taking mine home so I was able to show my mom. So we would, I remember putting the seed, like getting the dirt, right? That was the beginning part. And then planting the little seed inside of the dirt and waiting expectantly every single day. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Right? And we had to just keep watering it, making sure that we put it in sunlight. Mm -hmm. And then over a period of time, right, we begin to see a little green something pop out, maybe it's a little white something, pop out of the ground, but there was, uh, out of the out of the soil, but there were some things that were happening. I remember one time, I probably shouldn't have done this, but I remember one time, like, digging through the dirt to see, like, well, what what is going on down I'm trying there? To rush the process. I was like, what is going on? And I didn't see a plant just yet, but I did see that the seed had a coat on it. And then the underground, what was happening was that coat was actually opening up and loosening as what the life that was coming through the seed, it was making room for that. So we're gonna talk about that in a minute. But let's, I just wanna use that illustration real quick. So as we're talking about the harvest cycle, we know this is definitely, so I know we're, in, um, we're, we're definitely in, in the city, so you, you may just hear city all and kinds of noises. noises going on, but that's all right, we're gonna keep it going. So you may be able to have had this experience as well. Now, 
when you think of that scripture talking about seed time and harvest, mm-hmm. oftentimes when we know in that scripture, it was really mm-hmm. talking, God was talking about the actual physical yes. seed and harvest, right? Yes. But that's a principle. And it's a principle that can can be applied to business as well, as many principles can be. But this one in particular is what we're, we're focusing in on um, right now for a few moments. And so there are cycles to this harvest thing. Many times we'll speak to couples and they'll be like, oh my goodness, I have, we have this huge, we have this big idea of what we want to build, right? It may be a building or outreach, it may be something global, awesome, just amazing impact. And that's really the picture of the harvest. That's the vision of what is to come. But there is a cycle even to leading up to that part. And there are many cycles that lead up to that part. So we're just going to break down this seed, time, and harvest to encourage you on your journey. Regardless of what phase you're in, you're in one of these phases. And we're going to break it down into the seed season. Then we have time. And then there's the harvest season. So let's start with the seeding season and that's broken down really into two steps that seeding season yeah so there is the tilling and then there's the planting and so on one hand you have the thing that's going to go into the soil but then you have the preparing or the preparation of that soil so when you think about the tilling and the planting a lot of times we think just about what it is that we're going to plant and so even in a very natural agricultural sense it's like okay if i want you know these tomatoes and i'm going to put these tomato seeds into the ground but here's the thing any skilled uh you don't even have to be a farmer you could just be a person with a with a with a home green thumb if you understand potting and soiling and putting it in just like we were talking about with the bean then there's this aspect this thing that needs to happen and that's called tilling mm-hmm. and even if you go to a construction store today they actually sell something called a tiller and this piece of machinery, what it's designed to do ultimately, it's designed to prepare the soil to receive the seed. Well, how does it prepare the soil to receive the seed? The first thing it does is that it loosens the dirt or loosens the soil. Because anytime you're going to drop seed into soil, that soil has to be able to receive that seed. Otherwise, it's not really sowing or planting the seed it's laying the seed on the top and Mm -hmm. seeds don't grow on the top Mm -hmm. they grow inside and down deep and so what has to happen is is that that soil has to be loosened in a dark place in a dark place and then those things or an obscure place and then those things that are in the soil that often just get in there through the course of natural life rocks stones pebbles those things have to be extracted out pulled out Mm -hmm. even weeds those things have to be pulled out And so before you can put good seed in the ground, you have to pull out anything that would hinder, choke, strangle, not allow there to be a connection between that dirt and that soil. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, that seed and that soil. So a tiller literally prepares the ground. All right, now, that's in a literal sense. How do you do that or what does that look like as you two are building, even in a figurative sense, just talking about life? Well, then that would come down to tilling. And so what we did was, through careful thought, begin with an acronym I want to share with you guys as it comes to tilling, tilling the ground, T-I-L-L. What does that mean? First, the T means time in, time out. What do you mean by time in, time out? That's time of work, time of rest. The assumption would be 
Mm. Keep working, keep working, keep working. Mm. And that's often how the contemporary, the modern world works, the, the, the current uh, entrepreneur culture works. Mm. Keep working, keep working. So they say things like sleep when you're dead and, all, and, and those team kinds no of sleep. things. Team, team, no sleep. That's not something to brag about. That's not something we, we used to brag about it. Yeah. That's actually, and I'm not going to go into it right now, but that's actually arrogance. That's actually you thinking that your efforts in and of themselves are going to produce said results. But here's the reality. If you don't, if yes, don't do work in it, you also have to rest yes. from it. And so that's the T. Then you have the I, and this literally means initiate growth. Initiate yes. growth. How do we initiate growth? Well, we initiate growth by preparing with systems. And so tilling has systems. And so systems literally prepare to receive whatever it is that you're planting. Mm -hmm. Then you have the first L in the word teal, and that is learn. Learn what you don't know so you can collapse time. Mm -hmm. If you're not learning in this time of seeding, then what's happening is you're bumping your head through trial and error. Trial and error always extends time but when you're learning through coaching Mm -hmm. etc you're collapsing time and so we want to be learning and then lastly we want to loosen the last l loosen and this literally means to loosen your grip on what doesn't work Mm -hmm. and get a handle on what is proven Mm -hmm. see a lot of times we want to uh sort of create our own system for something that we're doing that's unique. You can do what you do that's unique to you, but there are proven systems that help you to do that and do that the right way. So we want to make sure that we're having the time mm-hmm. of tilling. Yes, so that's the first part of the seeding season. Mm-hmm. You have to till the ground first. We got to put that dirt, like when I was talking about the little seed that we did, that we planted um, as, I guess, in elementary school, we actually had to to put the soil in first. That was a part of the process. That was actually the first step of the process. To make yeah, sure... Yeah, since you sold the soil, in one yeah, sense. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because if no soil was there, then what is it going to... What, mm-hmm. what is it going to grow into? Like, how is it going to grow? Like, what... It has to happen with that, the soil, the nutrients that come from the soil in order for that to grow. And those are systems in the soil, Those actually. are systems in the soil yeah. as well, too. And you, I said a dark place it happens. You said an obscure place. Mm-hmm. But that's often what it... It starts out as, like... You're, you're just going, you're planting, right? Which is the next part, the till it, and then the actual planting of the seed. You're actually planting, you're planting your your vision, right? You're planting your talents, you're planting, and you're moving forward. So we have some, some things that we wanted to say with the seed part, the seed yeah. of the strategy. So the seed of the strategy, so, so there's mm-hmm. the seed of strategy, mm-hmm. then the seed of consistency, mm-hmm. and then the seed of discipline. Yeah. Now, when we talk about seed of strategy, you got to have a strategy. If Otherwise, you're just out here throwing stuff out there hoping it lands into something that'll work. We're not doing this hoping it'll land into something that'll work. We want to give it the solid sound chance that is proven by those strategies. Also, it's the seed of consistency. You know, the seed of consistency really is doing the right things. It's the ongoing, continuous right actions. And then there's also the seed of discipline. And the seed of discipline means, you know what? I'm going to show up faithfully. I'm going to show up consistently and really that seed of discipline is all about self-control because I can assure you as you all well know everybody I'm sure is old enough to know that there are times where you feel like I don't want to do it anymore I just feel like giving up those are the times where you have to commit and commit again to yourself to each other no I'm going to show up and do this and so the seed of discipline is very important 
Yes, so those are the two phases of the seeding season. You know, the Bible talks about it as seed time harvest, right? And a lot of times we'll try to say, okay, seed time, now harvest, right? But it's actually seed and then time and then harvest. And so let's talk about that sliver. We'll call it a sliver, but that can really depend on <laughs> where you are, what you're planting and how consistent you're watering and all the other things and that go on during this time piece. But let's talk about this time. And what we did is we created an acronym for you all. So just to make it easier to remember as well um, as we're going through this time, because oftentimes <laughs> during the time piece is when people want to give up and want to throw in the towel. They're like, well, what's going on? Right. As me as a little girl looking at the dirt and I know I planted a seed in there and I'm like, where is it the next day? Nothing. Where is it the next day? Nothing. Where is it? You have to keep watering, keep watering. Right. And making sure that the sunlight is getting to it, making sure the nutrients are getting to it. Let me say this as you go into that, uh -huh. as you build, listen, yes, we talk about collapsing time and so forth, but even still, even still. everything takes time. Now, you don't want it to take any more time than necessary, mm -hmm. but it still takes time. Yeah, there's a lot that happens on the inside mm -hmm. for us too. It's not just yeah. an external thing, it's an internal thing that happens with us. So, time. So, the T, let's just call it what it is time. <laughs> It's just duration going on, just enduring that space, okay? So making sure that we're clear and we're not getting stuck on this overnight type of harvest mentality because all that does is frustrating and doesn't grow us. So it does take time. But during that time, there are, there are things that do happen that we want to be aware of and we want to make sure that we're staying the course during this time. So during this time, the I is intentional. We have to be intentional about taking those steps forward. We have to be intentional about being consistent and being strategic with that and making sure that we're intentional with our discipline as well. And that's a day in, day out thing, making sure that that's happening. The M is making room. Do you remember when I said earlier, I did something that I probably wasn't supposed to do as during the little science project. And I, I wanted to see where what was going on with the seed and and in my science project as an elementary school girl. And I, I went through the dirt to see, okay, where's the seed? I know I planted it in here. Well, how much longer do I need to wait? And as I dug my little fingers through the, the soil in the styrofoam, the white styrofoam cup, I began to feel it with my fingertips. Like, oh, okay, there it is. And I kept moving the, the soil out of the way so I can see. I know I put this seed in here. Now, where is it? Why are you not growing yet? You know, a few days go by. I don't see anything. I didn't see a plant coming out just yet. But what I did see was that that seed, the coat over the seed called the seed coat, it began to loosen it was loosening up, and as I looked a little closer, I could see like a tiny, tiny piece of something growing, like coming out of the tip of the seed. Well, in order for that little tip to come through, the seed had to make room. It had to expand because there was something growing, like life was there, but it took time. And during that time, even though I couldn't see what was going on because the seed was in the dirt, the seed was in the soil, but the seed was still growing. And the first part of growth is always going to be internal, real growth. And it doesn't look like it's growing, but mm -hmm. it is growing. It's so mm -hmm. funny because I did that too, as did you, you were saying that. that? Yeah, and I remember my teacher said, she said to me, she said, you're going to disturb the process. Ooh. And sometimes we can end up disturbing the process due to impatience. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm glad you saw that, mm -hmm. but you didn't have to do that to know that that was happening. There's been enough research, there's been enough people who have gone before you but I wanted to make sure. I wanted to see for myself. I, know, I, know. I want to be like, wait, I know I put 
put a seed in here? Are you growing or not? Like, what are you, what are you doing down there? And right. how long is it going to be? You know, as a kid, well, how much longer? How many more days? A ki- teacher mm-hmm. keeps saying it's coming, it's coming soon or whatever. So, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, disrupt it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I remember seeing something grow after that. I tried. I don't know if it was the same seed or not. But it was, I'm sure I slowed the process mm-hmm. down with that. But I just want to say that that M in time is really about making room making room for where you're going making room like you're actually envisioning that you're preparing you're making space for it you are seeing that and you are doing what you need to do today to position yourself to be there many times we continue on in the same routine as we have been mm-hmm. not realizing that that same routine will not get us the, re- the new results it will only get mm-hmm. us the old results so just really making room what things you need to change in your discipline and the time that you're putting into your 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 business even the time that you're putting into your marriage like what types of changes need to be made that you can make today right like mm-hmm. what do you what do you have control over we don't have control over everything or even a whole lot but the things that we do have control over we want to make room for where we're going and where mm-hmm. we're growing okay that's the m e is expect and that ties directly into the m which is make room your expectation is critical yeah expectation is key yeah because that expectation really deals with your thoughts, your mind, your yeah. heart, it engages your emotions. Mm. I want to say this, if, if, if I can, about expectation. Because I was giving some, some thought to this. Expectation does not dictate the outcome, but it does dictate our behavior in the process. And so how you kept coming back looking, coming yeah. back looking, it was because you were expecting the system to work. You were, you were expect right, but you still were expecting it to work. And so I say this a lot of times through the elongation of time, through the stretching out, through the duration of time, our expectation can diminish. Mm -hmm. I want to, we want to encourage you. Don't let your expectation diminish. Keep looking and expecting it Mm -hmm. to grow. If you're doing those strategic things that we talked about. And let me say this, your expectation, it anchors your attitude. And while you're building, the attitude matters. As you're thinking about life and your marriage yes. and you're working, it's, your, your attitude absolutely matters. And here's what also the expectation mm-hmm. does. It defines the win. See, if I don't know what it is I'm to expect, so how good. will I ever know That's so good. if I'm successful? And if you don't have that, then you'll start chasing other people's definition of a win, mm-hmm. of a success. And if you're chasing other people's definition of a success, you'll never actually be successful because it's not yours Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and the fact of the matter a lot of people don't even know what their definition of success is and so if theirs is moving if their target is moving your target's moving yeah and the fulfillment is not there the fulfillment is not there yeah and that's loaded yeah that's That's a whole nother episode (laughs) that's a whole nother episode yeah that's time that's a t-i-m-e and then we went over the seed season seeding season Mm -hmm. the time and then the harvest season, the harvest season, let's talk about that real quick. That's what many people like expect to happen, oh, right away or very quickly. Um, and oftentimes in less time than it actually takes mm-hmm. for that seed coat to grow and to and to loosen up. And so for harvest, we're talking about the it's about the really about the execution piece of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago in the earlier years of our build, of us building our business you said something i've never forgotten it's so true you said what i say harvest is work oh yeah and i don't think a lot of times people think or realize harvest is work yes. and so a lot of times what happens is i mean just even in a natural sense right yes. if it's like 
harvest season for an apple orchid, they ain't going to get off the tree themselves. <laughs> they ain't going to go into the baskets. Somebody's got to take the basket and go out there and pick those things, right? And so harvest season is where, and there's a sort of sorting that happens when you're harvesting. And so, yes, it's execution, but it's really gathering time. It's gathering strategy. And so it's the work, as you're thinking about this in the, in a, in a, as you two are building out that business, if you think about it this way, it's the work that delivers value so you can receive the reward. Mm -hmm. So you have to deliver value to receive reward. That is harvesting. And I want to say this one time, I remember when it really hit me when I told you that I said harvesting is work Um, in my staffing firm, we landed a huge contract. I was like, oh, is this what I've been praying for? And I was so like overwhelmed, but in a good way. But it was the harvesting was probably harder than the the harvesting (laughs) was harder than the seeding, y'all. I had to hire friends and fly them out, people that I trusted. People that I trusted um, because I needed to make sure I had people on my team that, number one, that I trusted, right? And I could train you to do whatever I need you to do. But I was like flying friends out and, hey, you can come stay with us for this while while I have this. I just need to get the right people in place. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I had the right people, we would be all right, right? But when I tell you, even with that, it was so much work. I was like, this is a lot. But... What it taught me was that in order to 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 have or to to receive what I was believing for, mm-hmm. I had to have the capacity to hold it. I had to have the capacity to with withhold the blessing. Otherwise, it will become a burden. Yeah. Right. And so that's the systems are so important. This is why the, the, the seed. I know you want to say something. Yeah, I, I can feel you trying to say something. So this is why <laughs> this is why it's so important. Why the seeding season is critical with those two phases that we shared and then the time piece that we shared with you is also uber critical so by the time it does come to harvest that at least you're in better position to receive the harvest right many of us are not even prepared for the things that we've been praying for we don't even have the capacity yet because we're still in the seeding season okay go ahead yeah so like in a natural sense right if you're going out and you're harvesting apples or peaches or whatever the basket is bigger than the hand. Mm. The hand only has so much capacity, but the basket oh, increases the capacity. What? This is why you had to hire people. This is why I had to hire because people. Because your friends and those that you hired are like the baskets. Yeah. And do you know that the harvest was not only a blessing to your hand, Listen. but it was a blessing to, to the, the whole hands family. of other people. The whole family came out. I was like, we're going to put everybody. We hired everybody. Do you hear me? All the people I know, I trust. I was like, we need all hands on deck. And that was required because our hands were not big if you, enough. If you would have tried to harvest that with your own hands. Listen. Not only would you have wasted harvest because you couldn't meet the demand. And that's what I was praying for, for the harvest. But I would have wasted it. But, but because it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Listen. It was a bigger blessing to be a blessing to those who helped you to yes. harvest. Yes. Let me tell you, and there were so many blessings on top of like understanding what was required of me. Now, I was in, you remember that season? Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoo, we're growing. We're expanding. Like that seed coat that I was talking about, I was like, the seed coat is coming off and the branch, like the the, the whole, what, I was going to say the branch, but the whole, what do you call it, the plant, it was the like, whole stalk. yeah, the whole stalk, mm-hmm. it was like sprouting up. And see, somebody would have looked at me in our business and said, oh, this just happened overnight. Like, how did you, but they didn't see 
They didn't see all, all the years. The, the, of the years. Uh-uh. And patience. They and, didn't see all the all the systems that we were preparing and putting together before that even happened. So that was just a quick example of the harvest time. And that's when I said to you, harvesting is work. Now I get it. Now I have to make sure that we have things in place. One thing I want to say before we hop off is that you can absolutely be in more than one of these phases at the same time. That's right. You can be sowing seeds. As you build, you may start off with one season, like the seeding season. And then it goes into the time and you continue to work through the time piece. And then it goes into the harvest season. While you're doing that, what you're doing is you're building momentum. Okay, so as you build momentum in that and you start to receive like the baby steps, the baby steps and baby prizes, I would say, or baby harvest, if you will. It's not like the big, big harvest, but it's some wins. You want to celebrate those. As you continue to celebrate those, acknowledge those, those become closer and closer in between time, like less and less time um, separates those. And it, it begins to, they begin to back up against each other, you know, win after win after win. But it takes time to get that rhythm down and consistency. And so I was just, you know, admonish everyone to celebrate those baby steps, celebrate those wins and don't brush them off and say, well, it's not what we wanted. We didn't meet the goal, but you got something, you learned something from this and you're going to apply that and you're going to be even better the next go round. So just make sure your mindset is right as you go into this week, as you go into the next day, as you prepare for whatever season that you're in or seasons or phases of this that you're in, because you can be receiving harvest and at the same time you're sowing seed as you reinvest back into the business and you reinvest the seeds and you, you till the the new ground right because mm-hmm. there's new levels to this and you continue to till you continue to sow you continue to plant that time goes by and it gets to the, be this cycle this process that just happens as you continue to learn and go through that so and grow through that so we hope that this little conversation here has been uh, definitely encouraging to you because we understand we, we get it and we want to make sure that we share that encouragement tonight. Yeah, and I want to say say this if I can just add, add this piece in there. Mm. You know, listen, any builder, any farmer who is of a kingdom mindset, um, we can't talk about dirt and seed and so on and so forth without really giving honor to God in this way. And let me just say this. The world would say, or those outside of this understanding would say, trust the process. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and, I, and, I, and I get why that's said. But we want to, encourage you all trust God in, in the, the process. process not one of us controls the rain not one of us controls the sun we can control what we do but beyond that if the rain doesn't fall and the sun doesn't shine and he don't put his hand on it and he doesn't put his hand on it then whatever we're building will not grow and so we want to encourage you trust God as you two are building oh we hope this episode this pop-up episode, it's pop-up episode. <laughs> of the Married for New Life podcast has been um, super encouraging for you all. We're going to be airing this soon. Um, we will be sharing the part, the next section or segment on the podcast, which is the Enjoying the Journey Together, where we're going to be giving actionable steps and strategies to put in place. Um, so in the meantime, we hope that this has been helpful for you all. Um, and until next time, yes, I see this so good. Y'all, yes, y'all yes. preaching in the comments over here. <laughs> Keep living purposefully and powerfully and profitably in in sync. sync. All All right. right. God bless. Okay, so here we are now at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you practical, actionable steps so you too can see traction fast. Okay, guys, we're talking about the harvest cycle. Now, we're going to go over a few areas that you can actually put in place as we do in this 
segment. But also at the end, as we mentioned, we want to go over your Maripreneur checklist as we review that's going to tie beautifully into the Harvest Cycle review over the previous, uh, about to say season, but it's a quarter, <laughs> the previous quarter. Um, so quarter two, but since we're now just crossed over into quarter three, now is a great time to review back and look at what, what was going on. And um, very sp- strategically, specifically throughout this whole year, we said we're going to do this on this podcast with our Maripreneur checklist. So if you don't have that with you, go and download it. You can get your Maripreneur checklist from our website over at maripreneurlife.com. Okay. And it's totally free, free gift from us to you. And it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Pretty amazing. It will help help you stay on track. Now, before we go into all that piece, though, and just do a quick recap or questions and checklist of that, even if you haven't done it before, this is still a great time to do it because it's going to really help you answer some questions together. Now, the first thing is we were talking about the harvest cycle. We talked about seeding season, time, and harvest season. First of all, you want to be able to ID where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Are you in the seeding season or are you in that period of time where you're in that period of time where it's time, you know, you are waiting, but how do you wait? Or are you in harvest or are you just in a couple of those where you've gotten so much momentum or enough momentum where you find yourself in harvest season, but at the same time, you're also seeding season as well, too. Yeah, it's important to recognize and to know that. And you'll be able to do that based on what the emphasis or the demand is. Mm-hmm. So if you've been spending a lot of time in the seeding season right uh and now you're in the harvest season it just simply means Mm -hmm. that it's time to re-engage that seeding uh seeding season because if you spend an inordinate amount of time harvesting then eventually there won't be any more harvest and you're gonna say wait where the harvest goes because you neglected the seeding season so it's important to know where you are Mm -hmm. not just so you can know where you are but also so you can know okay This is sort of the emphasis, but we need to also make sure that we're doing the other as well. Yes. And let's say you are in the time, right? You're in the time. You're just in time. It's seed time. Harvest. Mm -hmm. Something that you really want to be thinking about, too, is how tight are your systems? And are you prepared for the overflow? Are you prepared to receive the the your prayers coming into fruition mm-hmm. <laughs> are you prepared for that uh, many times we're not and but we don't think about that until we see the growth we're like wow we need help so think about what you need to do and how where you need to be position wise uh, mentally wise emotionally wise spiritually wise financially like having your ducks in a row as much as you know to do and that you're continuing learning in that so you can be positioned to have the capacity to receive and to uh, to hold, withhold that blessing of of the harvest. And that harvesting is work. So making sure that your systems are tight. And then lastly, I would say, make sure that you have your encourage routine. Like I like to call it encourage routine. Like how do you stay encouraged during the quote unquote dry seasons? How do you stay encouraged when you don't see that seed sprouting up? And you don't want to do what I did as a young girl and start digging through the dirt and like looking for the seed. Like where is it? Now I know I put the seed in there. Why? Why are you not growing? You know, you don't, you don't want to do that because you disrupt. You disrupt the growth process. And so how do you stay encouraged? How do you keep your mind healthy? How do you keep your body healthy, your spirit healthy? How do you keep your motive healthy? Because let me tell you something. Nothing quite like time will test your motives. <laughs> like yes. time 
will test your motives. So making sure that you're staying aligned. So something that I like to do, for example, is each morning, I like to do a good workout. I'm into the point of sweating, not just like doing some cute stretches, but I like to get a good workout in. That for me helps me mentally throughout the day. It helps my drive helps my spirit stay encouraged. I make sure that I'm listening to things. I'm very intentional about what I'm listening to. So I'm working out, but I'm also listening and feeding my mind and my spirit. So by the time I finish and go take a shower, like I'm really charged for the day. And also what am I, you know, what do we eat? Well, I make sure what we're eating, like making sure that we got back on our juice kick. That doesn't mean you have that fresh juices every day, but for us, we can tell a difference. So making sure that we're putting that extra investment in to drink, well to eat well to rest well because this plays a big part in our process of growth and that in between season which is known as time and and it's just important to to manage well yeah and speaking of manage well one of the things that that i do is is uh throughout the day and this is tough this is challenging but it's real throughout the day is to really just continuously pray mm-hmm. and when i feel myself getting anxious remind myself that I can cast every care at the Lord's feet. And so in doing that, it kind of helps me, that doesn't kind of, it does help me maneuver all of those unknowns that tend to come up throughout the day. And sometimes when I'm wanting to respond to certain things in an anxious way, um, I'm just mindful, you know, uh, in prayer that I can go to him and that, and that I, and that I can, yeah, cast my cares at his feet because he cares for me. So that's, that's, those are, are important. So it's the physical things we do. It's the mental things we do. And it's definitely that spiritual aspect of what we do through the fervency and just the continuous habit of prayer. Yes. Now, with that being said, if you don't have your Marriedpreneur checklist with you, then take a listen to this. But definitely go ahead and get yours so you'll have your own over at MarriedpreneurLife.com. You'll be able to download it from there. Now, we're going to just go through these quick quickly these questions that if you were with this at the beginning of the year then you have already had this and we went over this at the end of quarter one we're going this now we're reviewing quarter two so we're just going to read through them you can download your own and we talk you and walk you through the process for each of those so you all can do it together okay this is what we recommend that you do each quarter at least while you're building and laying the foundation so The checklist, this is a checklist, this is what you would have already done. So now you're reviewing this. So the first one says, we became aware of and rated the clarity of our Marriottpreneur vision and why, like why it is. If you didn't do that, this is something that you would want to do. And we teach you how to do that in this download as well too. Okay, also we wrote at least one legendary, um, sorry, legacy building business decision that we've made in 2020 and we celebrate it. Now, the question is, That one legacy building business decision that you've made, whether it's just one of you building the business or both of you, we know that the whole family is called entrepreneurship. Regardless of how that unfolds, the question is that business, that legacy building business, business decision, are you still holding true to that right now? As we have just wrapped up quarter two and we're in quarter three. Are you still doing that? Now, this is a great time to say, oh, we need to change that. Or, yeah, we're still doing really well. Or, yeah, we need to get back on that. Right? Absolutely. Okay, the next one is, um, we... Make sure I'm reading the Okay, we got clear. <laughs> That's probably, <I'll> <laughs> yeah, so we got clear on at least 
one legacy delaying business decision we made in 2020 and we're not returning and not to return. So that question, that legacy delaying business decision that we talked about over in quarter one, we want to make sure that you did not <laughs> go back there. You did not go to the default and return to what you were thinking or doing that was delaying your legacy business. So we want to make sure that is not the case. And if it is, now is the time to say, you know what, let's make sure that we cut this off, draw the line, and you don't return there. Okay, this is just a check-in. Next, we got clear and wrote out our monthly financial target for the business in 2021. This definitely was a means of tracking and setting the pace. And so if you haven't done that, if you didn't do that, then you want to be sure that you do that. It's never too late to implement those targets is because if you don't have a target, then you certainly won't hit anything. Yes. So the next one is we contemplated and identified at least one area where, where things feel messy, disorganized, chaotic, or just not ideal. So make sure you've done that and make sure that you didn't return to it. Okay. And the next one is to clean up this messy area. Our first action step is, and then list it. And so it's not enough to say, yep, this is messy. This is chaotic. This is just not ideal. If it's messy, then list the action step that's going to clean it up, clear it up. And hopefully you've already taken the steps to, because you should have already written that out if you were mm -hmm. with us at the beginning. If not, do it now. But if so, if you already did, then make sure that you didn't return back to it. <laughs> That's okay. Right. The next thing on your checklist for the check-in for quarter two is we rated the effectiveness of our legacy meetings with each other and we share why. So this is important too, because you want to continue to improve on the effectiveness of your legacy meetings. And then the next thing we did was we got clear about our next system we will implement in our business to support the Marypreneur vision. Yes. Again, going back to the Marypreneur vision, which is setting the pace and the tone for everything, the system needs to support it. If it doesn't, then you need to get it and then you need to implement it. And that's what we did. Yes, and the next item on your Marypreneur checklist that we're checking in is... We got more intentional about our regular date nights and wrote the, and wrote when our last one took place. So this is great because you can look at the last quarter. Now, when was your last one as of now? Are you all more intentional about that? Are you still holding to those regular date nights or at least working to get better? And you have improved on that over the last quarter. Yes. And then we get clear about how to invest or, or get clear about how to invest in your legacy to implement the systems and the business strategies in 2021. So that clarity about how you're going to invest mm -hmm. time, your energy, your efforts, your resources, what have you into your legacy. You want to make sure that you have a system that you've implemented that is then supporting that business strategy in 2021. But if there's no strategy mm -hmm. and there's no system and there's no investment, Nothing's going to happen. Right. So last but not least on your Marypreneur checklist, quarterly check-in, we wrote down legacy building business decisions that we intend to make immediately right away before next week. And they are. So you should have written these down. And if so, then you can go back and check these three and say, did you do these? And if not, make them happen if you did kudos to you all and then what are the next steps after this this is what's going to keep you moving forward so we hope this quick quarter two check-in has been effective and helpful for you it doesn't have to be long and drawn out sometimes some meetings are going to be longer just to lay down the foundation accurately but it's worth it and if you all are needing more support with this we invite you to come join us for a conversation over in our marriage plus entrepreneurship facebook group where we'll be going 
more deep into detail about this checklist and making sure we are able to answer questions there for everyone, making sure that you're able to get feedback. If you're like, well, what about this? Does this count? Does this work? Or what if we both say this? Or what if I say this and then he says this? Or what if we're not, you know, all these, that's why we do the merit, the, the Facebook group in this way. So then we're able to actually walk you through this process together throughout the year. That's what this is for. This podcast is for to be a great resource for you all as you continue to build purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. Okay, y'all, you all have a good one. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. (laughs) Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both sort and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan, and have fun. And yep. anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back